no we are we are at our, uh, about 10 million dollar arr right now okay 10 million and where were you exactly a year ago do you remember uh, a year ago we were at around 7 million arr you are listening to conversations with nathan latka where i sit down and interview the top saas founders like eric wan from zoom if you'd like to subscribe go to gitlatka.com We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks, my guest today is Shaitanya Chakaretti. He's the one of the co-founders and chief innovation officer of Ozone Tell. Beginning his career as a principal architect in his current role, he's responsible for rolling out new products and technology for the business in the cloud telephony space. Very hot space. Shaitanya, are you ready to take us to the top? Yep. All right. Who are you selling to? Uh, we are selling to any business which needs a contact center in the cloud. Uh, specifically, mostly directly uh, to the... Directly- Directly Sorry. to the end business, or are you selling any like contact, like call centers? Uh, we sell it to the end businesses. Okay, and and tell me more about. Give me, can you give me an example or two of one of these end businesses that use you? Yeah, uh, for example, we mainly uh, focus in India. We just launched in the US. Uh, I can give you an example uh, in India, for example, Big Basket, which is a sort of like uh, uh, a gro- online grocery delivery service. Uh, they use our service to serve uh, their customers. So you will, you will, will you actually staff the people manning the phones for that grocery delivery service, or you are no, just software no. for their team? We're just the software. Just the software. Okay. And how do you price this? So, like, what's an average company going to pay you per month to use your tech? So we start with uh, fifty dollars per agent. And uh, we go up all the way up to one fifty to two hundred dollars, depending on the features that they get add on. Per per okay, so you bill per agent. That is your yes. basically per seat model. Yes. Okay. And why would someone pay fifty bucks versus one fifty? In other words, what feature based upselling are you doing? So basically, if you look at a contact center service, right? I mean, there are multiple types of contact centers. Uh, uh, just inbound contact centers, for example, you just get the call in, you route the call, and you pick the call. That's pretty much it. Uh, but then we also have outbound call centers where you have to make outbound calls where there are a lot of dialers. Involved, and then nowadays we got this omni-channel. So more, the more channels you get added, uh, more, uh, the more bucks you gotta pay. Interesting. Okay, and what's a more powerful upsell for you? In other words, is your net dollar retention driven more by seed expansion or feature-based upselling? It's seed expansion. Seed expansion. Interesting. Okay, let's put all this on a timeline for me. Would you uh, take me back to year one? When did you guys launch? Oh, we launched in uh, uh, the product. We launched in 2011. This was almost like 10 years back. 2011. Okay, that was that was a while ago. Okay, got it. So 2011, <laughs> and and what do you remember the year? Did, did you guys break a million bucks in revenue? What in like 2019, 2020? When did you break a million? No, no, the million bucks we crossed in 2015. 2015. Okay, so fairly early. Now, were you selling the same product back then, or have you pivoted? Uh, no, it's the same product. The same product, a lot more features. Uh, back then, it was very basic, but we added a lot more features. But it's the uh, product wise, it's pretty much the same thing. Got it. And so, sorry, I want to make sure I got that right. So you said 2016 is when you passed the million run, right? 2015. Oh, 2015. Got it. 2015. So call it, what is that? You know, four or five years into launch. What what took you, like, what were you learning over those first four years? Why did it take you so long to pass the million run rate? So see, I mean, uh, uh, 
the four years that we did right you have to understand that this was in india uh so uh, in india it takes uh, the businesses adapting to the cloud was a little bit slower comparatively we had to create this market basically the cloud contact center market didn't exist in india when we launched in 2011 we were the first cloud contact center service uh back then it was all on premise model so you had to bring this big box into the call center and then put it in uh and getting customers get used to the cloud model was what actually took the time Uh, but once the startups started picking up uh, there was a big startup revolution in india as you might be knowing uh, they started to become our first customers and once they started to kick in uh, the revenue started kicking in and today like when, when these customers are using you what's the average team size like what's the are we talking like 10 agents or 10000 agents uh, no uh, generally we uh, our average size when we started off it was 10 agents back in 2011 uh, but now we are at the 200 agent average That, wow. Okay, so you've you've really gone up. So two hundred agents yeah. average, and which which means if I take two hundred times fifty bucks a month, right? You, you, each customer is paying on average ten grand a month minimum. Yep. 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 Our ARPA is around like eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Eight thousand. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so you break a million in twenty fifteen. Uh, did you bootstrap your way there, or have you raised? Uh, absolutely, we bootstrapped our way. We recently raised uh, after ten years of bootstrapping. All right. So when did you raise, and how much? Uh, we raised like four months back, so okay. we raised five million dollars. And so, why change after ten years of bootstrapping? Why decide to raise? Uh, U.S. U.S. launch. So we decided that we had to attack the U.S. market, and uh, U.S. is costly, man. So <laughs> we, we what we makes it expensive? To, uh, the sales team, uh, uh, their salaries, and setting up the uh the rent the rentals to for office space are pretty expensive when compared to india i would say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so we sort of decided that yeah uh, if you have to make a mark in the us uh, uh added to that right i mean us is a pretty mature market in the cloud contacts and space so even our competition is much higher in the us who would you say are your top three competitors in the us uh 59 would be our biggest competitor and uh, nowadays our sales team is also encountering talk desk is another big competitor Yep, yep. Five nine, I think, just acquired Talkdesk. Uh, did they recently IPO or file the IPO? No, no. Actually, Five Nine. Uh, that was a big story, right? I mean, uh, Zoom uh, wanted to yep. buy Five Nine uh, for, I think, fifteen billion dollars or something acquired, but that didn't go through uh, for some reason. It oh, fell off at the last moment. Interesting. Okay, so Talkdesk and Five Nine. Now, obviously, they've got a lot of customers. How many customers are you serving today? Oh, in the US, we are serving uh, around eighty, eighty customers. What about worldwide? Uh, but, Your whole, whole uh, business. Overall, we are around two thousand customers. Two thousand customers. Okay. So, and then can I sort of back end? If you have two thousand customers paying eight thousand dollars per month average, would that give me your revenue? Uh, no, we are we are at uh, about ten million dollar ARR right now. Okay, ten million. And where were you exactly a year ago? Do you remember? A uh, year ago, we were at around seven million ARR. Seven million. Okay. And where did most of that growth come from? New customers or expanding historical ones? Uh, it's actually fifty uh, percent each. Uh, we grow uh, the agency agent. The agencies increase at the same time. We acquire new customers too. Mm-hmm. So where are you acquiring new customers? What growth channels are working? Uh, so uh, for us, mostly uh, it's been inbound leads. Uh, in the in in the, we are, we again divide into two pieces, right? I mean, we have an India business and a US business. India business is pretty standard. Uh, it's set up and everything. The US business is a new business. uh the india business it's everything is inbound the channel is inbound and word of mouth uh, we do very little marketing 
but on the other hand, the U.S. business is mostly driven by partners. So we partner with uh, existing uh, service providers in the U.S. and uh, who have customers. And we sort of uh, they we do two things: they white label our solution and sell it, or uh, they take our solution directly to their customers. And what do you charge? Like, what's the model there? Do they make twenty percent, thirty percent of all sales? Or? Yeah, yeah, around the twenty-five percent, twenty-five to thirty percent, depending on the partner. Why did you choose that strategy versus selling direct in the U.S.? So, if if you remember, right? I mean, we were bootstrapped. So when we started in U.S., also uh, we were bootstrapped at that time. We started in the U.S. Uh, one and a half year back, and uh, uh, at that time, uh, since we didn't have the uh, cash flow to actually uh, hire a full fledged sales team. Uh, we went to the U.S. and uh, myself and Mr. Murthy, our CEO, we both actually came to the U.S. and we interacted with different partners. Uh, we talked to different CRM providers uh, who were serving CRM customers and we sort of pitched our solution saying, hey, this is a very good fit with the CRM. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw some good uptake from them. So it made sense for us, lesser investment from our side and uh, the partners were taking and uh, setting it up for us. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. And Chaitanya, how many folks are on your team today full time? Uh, We are 180 right now. 180. And how many engineers? Uh, 90. All in Hyperbad? Uh, yes. The full engineering team is in Hyderabad. Wow. Yeah. Something special happening in India. You've got Pune, Bangalore, Chennai, <laughs> just everywhere. There's great team, fresh books, IPO, fresh works, IPOing, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A good time to be in India. <laughs> yep. Yep. Very good. Okay. So 180, 50% are engineers. That's great. Now, look, if you're doing $10, 000, $10 million a year in revenue, like, why don't you have cash flow to go to the U.S.? And in other words, like five million is a very small amount to raise, considering your scale already. Why? Why do that? Uh, five million is more of a. Uh, we wanted to explore. See, for us, this is new. We see capital getting into it, and for us, it's something new. So we just wanted to explore and see that does it even make sense for that matter. And uh, so I would say that this is our first step. We are in the process of raising another round, and uh, obviously that'll be a bigger round. But yeah, uh, basically, we took the decision that, hey, our journey as bootstrapped is over now. And now we got to do this rocket ship model. And uh, for that, we need to raise the money. How much of that $5 million was secondary for you, your founder, early employees? Or did that all go directly into the business? All, go, all went directly to the business. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, hopefully you did this at like, I mean, most people in their seat are selling 10 to 20% of the business. I hope you didn't sell that much. No, 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 not that much. <laughs> what, how much did you guys end up selling? Like two, three, four percent? And no, I, I don't think I can tell that right now. In this, sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay, but under ten percent is fair. Under ten, under ten percent. Yes. Okay, got it. So that means you, you, the valuation was north of a hundred million. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the numbers will speak like that. Yeah. 
There, well, there, the reason I'm asking is there's a bunch of $10 million AR companies that have recently done secondaries. Lemlist did one uh, with $10 million in revenue. Uh, Chili Piper did one with $15 million in revenue. Both of those were at $130 and $620 million valuations, respectively. So I just want to make sure you're getting the credit you deserve. You guys were above $100 million valuation on this round. Yeah, uh, not above $100 million, uh, a little bit down that. Yeah. Why, why, why is that? I feel like you're, you're, this is a great growth story. Why, why did you not try and drive more competition to get a higher valuation? Uh, the main reason being that uh, all our success so far has been in India. So we still have to prove ourselves completely in the U.S. market. The market size of India, uh, when compared to the U.S. market, is smaller. I think that would be the main reason we sort of... Uh, is it uh, actually putting... smaller? I mean, I just feel like I feel like everyone always wants to come to the United States and we have it good here. But I feel like you know, Africa, India, China, there are much bigger markets out there. Why not keep growing in India? No, no, it's not. Actually, what happens is in, in, you could do that. You are right in one sense that uh, the market is certainly bigger, but then educating the market and the market adapting these new services is going to take longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in the US, uh, the market as well as uh, the customers who are ready to take this this year as, is much higher. I see. Okay. You mentioned you're thinking about raising now. If you do decide to raise in the next couple of months, how much are you targeting? So we are planning on raising another 15 million, one five. Uh, one five? Yeah. Okay. And what would you use that money for? Well, it's the same thing. I mean, now we have pretty much uh, uh, identified the sales team that we want to set up uh, and the marketing uh, channels that are working. I mean, Google Ads has been working pretty good for us uh, to start off with uh, in the US market. Uh, in India, we don't do that too much. Uh, uh, similarly, it's, uh, events have worked out for us. We uh, recently have signed up with a couple of events. And we have been getting some good leads. What are some of those events that got you really good leads? uh, The CCW events, the contact center, uh, the CCW events, they work out pretty well. Uh, These are very niche specific focused on the contact center space. And they Mm -hmm. seem to be working well for us. So we sort of decided that, hey, events, getting on more partners and having a direct sales team. uh, uh, Most of the money will be spent there. How many sales folks do you have today that carry a quota? Oh, so today we have 40, 40 sales. One, four? No, no, four, zero. Four, is it they all carry a quota? Yeah, they all carry a quota. Wow. So no, they, are, was... they are all not in the US, by the way. US, okay. we have only like a uh, two, two sales people as of now. I see. Those other ones that are not in the US, like if I joined your team today in Hyperbat as a sales rep, what would my quota probably be? Uh, your quota would be around... Uh, I would say uh, 200K. 200K. So 200,000 of new ARR in my first year. Yes. And, and okay, interesting. And what would, so that's your quote, that's my quota. So I mean, sales reps in India then are earning much, much less than sales reps in the United States where you're earning Absolutely. like 100,000. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> interesting. And how many months would you give me to ramp up to that? Do you give me three months, six months? Three months. Three months. Three months. Interesting. And then you fire me if I don't start ramping after three months. Uh, we don't fire too easily. <laughs> I, I don't think I should say that. But yeah, we don't generally fire easily. But yeah. And Chaitanya, <laughs> that, it sounds the like... The with- certainly hanging over your head. But uh, yeah, we are a little bit lenient. We are okay. <laughs> yeah. With these sales reps, with the scale, I imagine you have a CSM team that's driving expansion revenue as well. Don't name the customer, obviously. But what's your, your highest contract value? The customer paying you the most, what are they paying you? Oh, the customer paying is the most. We have a $5 million contract over three years. $5 million over three years? Yeah. 
That's okay, so what is that? That's like 100, 600, uh, 1.6 million per year contract, basically. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a big one. And is that just because that's a lot of agents? Yes. Yeah. Does that concentrate? I mean, 1.6, that's 16% of your total revenue. Does that make you annually? Does that make you nervous at all? Uh, no, no, it doesn't. Because uh, see, what happens is, I mean, uh, they, I would say that this actually we acquired uh, last year itself. Well, because you, you remember, I said that uh, last year we were at 7 million. Yep. And then this year we're doing 10 million. Out of that, half of it came from this new customer. So even oh, wow. without this new customer, uh, if you look at it, uh, we are already doing pretty good. I see. And Chaitanya, did you, um, how many co-founders are there in the business? Sorry, I didn't get you there. How, do you have any co-founders? Yeah, yeah, we have three. Uh, myself, I am the CIO, uh, Chief Innovation Officer. You can name yourself whatever you want when you are a co-founder. Uh, then we have the CTO, uh, Chief Technological Officer, who is Mr. Atul Sharma. And then we have our CEO, Mr. CSN Murthy. I see. And did you guys just play nice at the beginning and split it evenly amongst the three of you? Uh, yeah, I would say that. Uh, obviously, okay, so. the CSN Murthy CEO gets the bigger chunk, but yeah, the other two we shared equally. Okay. So call it like 33%-ish around that yeah, for each. Yeah. 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 Okay. And did you guys set up a big employee stock option pool or is it just you guys and this new investor that own equity? Uh, no, we do have an ESOP pool, a regular ESOP pool we have, I would say. How do you think about it? Everyone want to ask Nathan, what should I set up? When I set up my ESOP pool, how much should I do it for? How much should you guys do it for? Uh, I think the CSM would have to answer that exactly. I would say at least 10% would be there. Yeah. I'm so you set exactly up 10% sure. to give to, to yeah. recruit. Um, yeah. Like if you yeah. recruit ahead of North America, for example, you might give them 0.25% yeah. yeah. options. Absolutely. I see. I see. Very cool. All right. Um, anything else I missed, Chaitanya, you want to address before we wrap up? Uh, no, pretty much. I mean, uh, the story is good in the sense that, I mean, if you look at it, a lot of new things happening in this space. Uh, uh, it's, be, it's suddenly become very hard, especially because of this uh, COVID and work from home scenario that's come up. Uh, suddenly, communication businesses uh, have uh, suddenly become hot. And that's one of the reasons we sort of decided that, hey, uh, the US market is something we have to attack after being away from the US market for the last 10 years. But uh, yeah, omni-channel, everything, I think uh, it's a hard space to be in right now. All right, well, we're rooting for you. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book? <laughs> Zero to one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, no. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building OzoneTel? Uh, sorry, online? Favorite online tool. Online tool? Uh, I have most of my tools are offline. I don't have any online tools. Twitter, Twitter would be the one for growth. Which one? Twitter. Twitter. Got it. Got. It. You're a CIO, and there there aren't online tools you use like Remote.com, ClickUp, Figma, Miro, no. Jira. No. no. Do you own a computer? <laughs> I have on a computer, but most of it is inbuilt. We build our own tools. Even Jira kind of issue management. We have our own inbuilt system. Interesting. Okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, I sleep very well. I sleep for eight hours. <laughs> eight hours. All right. uh, not not during the early, early stages. After, after 2018, I've been getting some very good sleep. And Chaitanya, what's your situation? Married, single kids? Married. Uh, two kids. Two kids. How old are you? I am 43. 43. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Oh, uh, keep your health. 
<laughs> That's important. Keep your health. Guys, there you have it. Ozone Tell doing $7 million a year last year, now doing $10 million. They did that all bootstrapped and then decided to raise $5 million this year. They sold under 10% of the business when they did it. So very capital efficient. Looking to raise another $15 million now for their tool, which helps agents and teams manage their contact centers or their call centers, scaling again nicely with about 2,000 customers today, now moving aggressively into the US. Shatayana, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan.